Welcome to a Bright Minds Podcast. This is your host, Raymond Bright, where we share stories and experiences to enlighten others. So your mom calls you in the middle of the night, crying, telling you that your sibling has been kidnapped and they need ransom to get them back. You look at the number, it's the number. you like, this is your mom's voice. So you're talking to her. She's telling you how much she needs, where you should send the money. And so you, out of panic, would probably send the money or ask them what they need. But this is just a scam that's been going around with the new AI that's been happening. Everybody know that you've been able to clone people's voices. People have been making songs and Drake voice and all these different artists' voice and making it seem like it's their song, but it's AI song created by them. So the same people have took that AI and have been able to copy people's parents, people's siblings' voices. And they already have the technology to copy the number. So they would call the number, use the AI voice of this person and scam their relatives out of money and different things. I'm gonna play one of the cases so that you can see how they use AI to try to scam this family. This mom got the scariest phone call of her life. On the other end, she hears her daughter crying. She's like, Mom, I messed up as she's crying and sobbing. Then a man gets on the line and claims he's kidnapped her 15-year-old daughter, Bree. He's like, listen here, I've got your daughter. You're not going to call anybody. You're not going to call the cops. And I just um, put the phone on mute and started screaming for help. The kidnappers demand $1 million before reducing it to 50000 I, at that point, started screaming at them that I want to talk to my daughter again, which they refused. But here's the thing. Her daughter had not been kidnapped, and that was not her begging mom for help. Her voice had been duplicated by a scammer using artificial intelligence. I didn't for a second doubt her voice. AI expert Hani Fareed showed me how it's done. The Berkeley professor says he can take just a few examples of my real voice and manipulate it to say something I never said. I went over to YouTube and I searched for your name and I found an interview that you gave. It took me all of five seconds to do that. I uploaded that to a web service that I pay $5 a month for. In about 30 seconds, it cloned your voice. I typed what I wanted you to say, and it handed me an audio file back. That whole thing took me under five minutes to do. So I have the recording that you made. I'm going to play it right now. It's Allison. This is going to be hard to believe, but I've been kidnapped. They want one million ransom. Otherwise, they say they'll hurt me. I don't know what's going to happen. They want me to hang up now. I've got to go. I love you. That's pretty creepy. Fortunately, mom Jennifer DeStefano called Bree before paying a dime in ransom money. Let's go, Bree! I was in Flagstaff um, skiing with my little brother. My mom called me and she was crying, like bawling. It still gives me goosebumps because her voice was so real. Bree has no idea how the scammers got a sample of her voice that they used to create the phony kidnapping script. I cry in like a very specific way. So that was just one example of one of the families that had been impacted by this AI scam. I have one more that I want to play about a father and his daughter with a little different script, but you can kind of see the idea of how these scam calls are happening with this different AI. It's a phone call John Bridges will never forget. I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? She goes, I've had an accident and I need, I need your help. His daughter panicked and crying before another voice gets on the line. 
He goes, I'm wanting to give your daughter back to you, but I, I need some cash. Bridges says he didn't end up giving money to the scammer thanks to his quick thinking wife who called their actual daughter to confirm she wasn't being held hostage. But he got close, even grabbing cash from home and driving it to a meetup location. When I first heard my daughter's voice, I mean, it was my daughter's voice. It convinced me that that was her. Calls like this have the Federal Trade Commission sounding the alarm this month, warning of advancing artificial intelligence used to simulate someone's voice in imposter scams, the most commonly reported fraud in 2022, with losses jumping to $2.6 billion last year. It's critical that people are aware of this technologies out there and that it's really very good. Voice cloning isn't a new concept, but it's becoming more accessible, accurate, and easier to use thanks to AI. Cybersecurity expert Tiago Enriquez, who says he's now seeing insurance claims for this kind of fraud, showed us just how easy it is. We're going to try and find some audio samples of you. He pulled videos from my social media and uploaded clips to one of a growing number of voice cloning programs. Sounds pretty good. But could I fool a colleague with it? Hello. Are you crazy busy? I forgot my corporate card. Oh, no. Can I borrow yours real quick? I just need to pay for a few things. I'll get the receipts. It wasn't perfect. There were delays and some sentences sounded more genuine than others, but... I gotta run out and get my wallet. It worked. Thank you so much. Call you in a bit. My colleague later stunned by the generated audio's accuracy. I pride myself on never falling for that stuff. Experts say to make sure you don't fall for it, be skeptical whenever asked for money in any form. So those are a few just examples of the new scam call that's being used with this AI generation. Now, I personally believe in AI and I do enjoyed the technology advances that we are doing it's making life so much simpler and easier but also i do think of the downfall that comes with us being able to automize and make things easier the first thing i think about is all the jobs in tech that are becoming ai driven so people are losing their jobs now i think that it's funny that the people who are creating AI are actually losing their jobs to AI. They're putting in systems and creating things where the AI can basically do their job. And the companies are allowing them to create the AI to be able to be self-sufficient. And then they're getting rid of the employees. And that is a reason why it was so many layoffs at some of these tech companies, Google, Microsoft, because some of the things were being automated and the AI was being able to do it by itself. So the humans who created it actually created their own demise. How ironic. I also feel that technology is growing at such a rapid pace based off of how we grew up. You know, this is the technology boom era. Things are happening so fast, so advanced, cars drive by themselves, all type of shit that, that we didn't think was possible growing up. You can just tell by the kids. Look how enamored that kids are with technology, with the phones, with the tablets. Like back in the day, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have tablets, so a lot of stuff was about what we saw on TV or what we learned at school, but now they have all of these means to technology 
and it's like they got their phones, they got their tablets, the information that they are able to see at such a young age, the things that are pushed upon them, it would have you worrying as a parent because you can tell your kid don't get on TikTok, don't get on Twitter, but guess what? They're going to find a way. They're going to have some friends that's on it. And you see what is on Twitter and what is on TikTok. Now, you do have informative and good content on there. But majority of that content on there is bullshit. You know it. I know it. And when you go to your kid and they seeing these two men kissing or they see all of this stuff that they think is normal because they're exposed to it so early then we wonder why our youth have so many issues and so many problems, especially identity crisis. Like these kids are really having real identity crisis in elementary school. Like they don't know if they are a boy or a girl. And I was saying back in my day, I'm, I ain't that old, but it was like you was a boy, you was a girl. It was like cut and dry and it was like really pushed that way but now with the freedom that we got from the internet and all of these laws it's like now your kid don't know what they want to be like you could say hey you my son but if he transgender and he feel that way the internet has empowered him to go that route it's all these people that's on tiktok that are showing their true ways and showing them that it's okay to be this way and that is what your kid is seeing so a lot of kids are being open they are, are experimenting and trying stuff and all of these challenges like they had the uh the challenge the tide challenge where people were eating tide pods and people were going to the hospital and killing themselves or they having a pill challenge or how many pills can you take and put it on tiktok it's a lot of challenges and a lot of things that are geared towards kids because they don't know no better and they're getting into these habits you know the kill boys going around stealing kids and stealing hyundais and actually showing people how to do it and so now it was an influx of all these kids and hyundais being stole by all these teenagers because they kept seeing it on tiktok and this is what i'm saying our youth is being influenced by social media you see the problems that adults are having with social media and mental health. So what do you think that it is doing to our youth and their mental health? What do you think the joy of comparison? Like, think about it growing up in wherever you were. Before the internet, you only had your street, the school, and certain things that you can compare yourself to. Then the internet came, MySpace, kind of started growing Facebook. It started then Instagram. And it, like you've seen the, the revolution of social media and how it became more about going viral and about like creating stuff that was shareable more than it was about the principle and the actual content itself. Like ever since people wanted to go viral, like the whole principle of putting out shit that was truthful or putting out real shit went away. It's about putting out shit that that sells or go. Like people lie. Like most of the rumors and stuff, all, if you look at the blogs, all it is is lies and rumors that people get to spread. And it's just really doing a disservice to our generation and society. This is why so many young folks on OnlyFans and there's so many young folks that's willing to do all of this immoral stuff to make money just because they have been taught that a nine to five is terrible. A lot of youth would rather steal, kill, sell drugs, 
do OnlyFans than to work a nine to five because that's more popular in society. And I just feel like as our generation that we have to go out and actually be the bridge between technology and the new new generation because I don't think at one point they're going to know the difference because they were showing how people were using AI to generate those pictures of the Pope and some pictures of these celebrities that's not even true but the AI is so advanced that it makes the picture look like it's a true picture and so things like that are going to get out where people are not going to be able to tell what's real and what's fake based off of AI anymore things are going to be so real as far as people voices these songs that people are making people are going to be able to make whole movies and different people voices and, and and say that it's new you know what I'm saying so I just think that we should appreciate technology but also be aware of the downsides and the things that it can cause as far as all of this mental health and all of these uh, anxiety depression all of this is at an all time high and I do think social media has something to do with it just based off of the nature of what it turned into and I want to thank you for listening to a bright minds podcast I'll catch you next week at the same time